Just start this. And give it a couple seconds. And I think we are golden. So we're gonna start off and talk about some questions that I got some from some of the people on Instagram and kind of just talk about it. If you don't want to answer some of them, then you don't have to. But yeah, before yeah. we start off, just go ahead and kind of tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they get to know you, even though almost everyone knows you. Yeah, so uh, for everybody watching, uh, this is Bryce Meredith. Uh, I'm from Wyoming. Uh, I went to the University of Wyoming where I was a two-time NCAA finalist, three-time All-American, and a Big 12 champion. And as of right now, I'm pursuing uh, the 2019 world team. And shoot, after that, we'll see what's up after 2020, either fight or keep wrestling. So go ahead and starting off into some of uh, what people wanted to little ask. Someone asked, how many state titles did you win in high school? Yeah, so I won all four state titles. Um, obviously, like, it's no secret that Wyoming's not uh, <laughs> the, the toughest of states to be from, but mm-hmm. um, it was good, you know what I mean? It was, I was, I guess I was still kind of proud of that accomplishment. So being from Wyoming, you kind of wanted to stay home as far as college goes, or was that kind of like your best offer? Or what, what kind of, how did you choose Wyoming? Yeah, so actually I went to North Carolina State my freshman yeah, year, um, and then I hit the transfer process. Uh, honestly, when I was out there, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it, uh, but, like, I just was always looking back at Wyoming, and, like, mm-hmm. all my friends went to the University of Wyoming. The uh, wrestling okay. programs were about the exact same uh, level at the time, and, you know, I, I'm really close to my family. I really love snowmobiling and snowboarding and that kind of stuff, so just being away, it kind of seemed like I was away for no reason, so... Uh-huh. You know, I just wasn't as happy as I wanted to be, so I was kind of like just took it as a man and changed the <laughs> changed it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Um, now, you know, now it's kind of looking back on it, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Definitely, especially like, did you get anybody kind of telling you, "Oh, that's the wrong choice," kind of based off because you kind of came out as the head person for Wyoming? I'd say like kind of just totally put them on the map i would say and did anyone tell yeah. you before all this happened kind of that it's the wrong decision and kind of try to pursue you or tell you that wasn't the right thing to do um yeah a little bit um but honestly like i i kind of put it on myself that mm-hmm. when i transferred um i had to prove to everybody that like i wasn't just like kind of like a like a little washout or something you know yes I, I would probably give him the the number one the blue ribbon right now mm-hmm. so besides Bo Nickel, anyone else you would say up there? Shoot, dude. I mean, honestly, the best <laughs> thing about wrestling is I just, I mess with everybody, bro. Yeah. I think everybody's so cool. Like, you know, I, I think Gable Stevenson is just incredible right now watching him. Obviously, he just lost his uh, Big Ten title, but that was the first time he's been, uh, you know, taken down all year as a mm-hmm. true freshman. He was um, dominating. So, yeah, so like that, like I just, I, I'm looking up to that kid right now because that is pretty incredible stuff. Did you see his finals match today? That it was it was pretty good. I mean, what are your kind of thoughts on that? I didn't get to watch it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any service when that was going on. So, um, I watched his earlier matches. You know, obviously he looks good. He's he's got like a real funny like chip on his shoulder. And, like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I I'm gonna put him on the podcast here soon and kind of talk to him and see where yeah. his mind is with that stuff. So now that you kind of brought that up, go ahead and kind of talk to everybody about your plans as far as that goes, because I'm sure a lot of people would like to hear kind of about your plans with your podcast and stuff like that. Yeah, so as of right now with the podcast, um, obviously we'll talk to 
a, a good amount of wrestlers, right? Um, it's it's the world I'm in. It's the people I know. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk to a lot of wrestlers, but it's not going to be a wrestling podcast by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, like the two people that I've talked to just in the last couple of days, they're not wrestlers at all. One of them's getting his PhD in econometrics, and oh, the wow. other guy, uh, you know, get it does film, right? Jake Ryan, Tom Ryan's son, he does a lot of films. So um, I I'm going at it in a selfish way that I'm just going to talk to people that I want to talk to and I want to exactly. talk about things that I want to talk about. And, and if I get viewers and if it, you know, does anything cool, then cool. But like, I don't need it. It's mm-hmm. more just like a fun side gig for me. Exactly. And obviously if it blows, it's sick, but <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not, I'm not stressing either. I think that's one of the things Anna I've started working on is, Although, like, I really started this is to get the wrestling community open to a wider variety of people because you know how people who just try and watch wrestling, they don't really understand it, so they don't follow it. But if they kind of get to hear from some of these athletes, I think they'll want to watch it a little more in order for it to grow. But I also think it would be good for people to hear from these other athletes and other successful people. So I think that's definitely something big. And like kind of like you said, I'm on that same wave where if I get less views on these videos with – um, football players or just successful academic people like I won't care because I'm just like putting out content with people I want to talk to and kind of just having fun yeah. with it you know yeah absolutely I think I think what you said about uh, you know getting people's eyes on some of these wrestlers is key man because mm-hmm. I think uh, with wrestling not getting as much publicity as obviously we, we would want that's one problem but the other problem is, is like wrestling really does lack personality uh-huh. it's kind of hard to um, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of been like this super just like tough guy sport all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you win, get your hand raised, run off the mat, and it's yeah. like it doesn't really do well for that. So I think the more people realize that wrestlers have swagger and that we are kind of these like cool kids too, I I think mm-hmm. it could ultimately grow the sport a lot. Yeah, that's definitely something that is like totally true. Now, kind of let's talk a little bit about one more question that someone asked. They were asking a little bit. It seems like a lot of these were about your senior year and losing in the finals and kind of how yeah. you dealt with your loss. Because, of course, it had to be devastating, you know, being your senior year and kind of there's obviously you were able to get through that and still just kill it in every way. So kind of just walk us through that, like how you felt and how you got through it. Yeah, I mean, um, well, the, the first thing is, is like wrestling's not my life. And mm-hmm. I have a lot of amazing people in my life and I do a lot of amazing things. So, um, you know, Winning and losing a match, it, it really does crush me. But it, at the end of the day, I have a lot of life yeah. that I live on the outside of it. So that's that's one aspect of it. And then the other one is, is I mean, to be honest with you, this this the only match that I can't get over in my entire career. <laughs> Damn, it's the that's only crazy. one right now. It's just done. I, I you know what I mean. It was my mm-hmm. senior year, and I lost it with like twenty seconds left. Just uh, just kind of you know what I mean. Yeah little brain fart in a position just because i was like i don't know i just kind of froze up i guess but mm-hmm. um i always say it like it's it's like a quote like we never know the consequences of good fortune and we never know the consequences of bad fortune so um i just got to look at it as like the second place might put me in a position later on in my life mm-hmm. that's much you know much bigger than myself than mm-hmm. if i would have or whatever it may be you know? yeah so, yeah so you, you think you kind of go ahead no you got it so, like, you think you kind of just missed that opportunity in order to get, like, uh, possibly a better opportunity down the line, whether it's with wrestling or with not wrestling, kind of? Yeah, I don't think it matters at all, honestly. Yeah, the only thing I, I think you. it matters is my story, when I'm telling people, doesn't get in like I want it to. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I'm sitting there talking to people now. I got to say, I'm a two-time NCAA finalist yeah. rather than saying I'm the freaking national champ. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's, I think that's really the biggest part of it. Other than that, man, I think everybody loves me just as much or maybe even more. I think people kind of, it broke their hearts with me. So I think we kind of felt it on a little bit bigger level than yeah. maybe thought I mean, I think definitely you had a lot of people on your side um, throughout your college career. You were definitely um, someone a lot of people looked up to, I would say, for sure. But I think with you losing and being able to bounce back and still continue and not, like, kind of end everything there and, like, kind of have that as the end of your story because you are kind of doing freestyle, you are still wrestling, and you're not treating that like it's the end of the world. I think that will kind of make these, like, people that look up to you kind of make like you even more knowing that you're not going to be one of those people that's kind of just done with it as soon as you lose like you come back no matter like what happens you're always going to come back whether it's wrestling or anything you know yeah i think it's funny because everybody that uh they lose and if they like kind of go off the deep end or Mm -hmm. go off the rails they just go like oh i was just too prideful or like my pride got the best of me but for me i'm like i'm so extra prideful that i would never allow myself to go off the deep end right yeah like um you know i think i think if you allow and like, I, I kind of see where you're coming from, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, I guess, like, you, you just said that you end up losing your second, I mean, your state title, so you're, you're fighting some demons with that stuff, mm-hmm. too. So it's uh, it's steps, bro. It's it's all the same, you know. Losing's losing. It really is. Yeah. So moving on to kind of your freestyle career, like, how do you think that's going? Are you really, like, doing freestyle more for fun, or is this kind of just um something you're all in with? I mean, of course, you're going to be – completely like if you're going to compete you want to compete to your like best but is like olympics and stuff like that really what you're thinking or is this kind of more of a you know you're out of college you're kind of just go wrestle have some fun no i mean so this is what i always said i said i hope i'm good enough in college that i have no choice to wrestle international and i I think i set myself up in that position where um now it's just like a no-brainer for me to just continue on and try to be the best in the world you know Mm -hmm. um i've been top top two to four in the country for the last three years mm-hmm. and i know it's college and obviously there's better people in the, in the world level but it's like you you're in the position to be the, one of the best you know exactly. is it this year who knows is it three years from now now who knows right so mm-hmm. it's like um, i'm very serious about it i don't like i said man i don't just wrestle for fun uh yeah <laughs> wrestling's, wrestling's fun but there's there's a lot of other things in life that are a lot more fun than wrestling so yeah definitely uh, this is uh, it's something I'm passionate about, and I just I just love the life that it's given me right now, and mm-hmm. uh, you know the purpose that I still have in competing in wrestling. So besides wrestling, let's kind of switch it up. I like to talk about like not only about wrestling, opening it up to yeah. other things because I mean, throughout your whole career, everyone's been talking to you about wrestling, and personally, me just being a high school kid, I get tired of it already, and I've only yep. been wrestling for like half as long as you, I'd say. So let's kind of open it up towards. What are your plans outside of wrestling? What have you been up to um, as far as like major goes? If you like got your degree, like you get, you have a job or like how's that kind of going for you? How's your life outside of wrestling? Yeah, yeah. So I I finished uh, school whatever last May. Um, I got my degree in business management, and since then, uh, obviously wrestling is my job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get I get paid to wrestle and I get paid to do a lot of uh, clinics uh-huh. and stuff like that. So um, I'm just. I've really just been trying to learn how the best way to monetize myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I do that through my wrestling. Um, I've started doing through mental coaching. Okay. Um, I really enjoy that because I, I don't know. I, I just think we, 
I think everybody just goes like, oh, you want to be better at wrestling? Get tougher. And they, mm-hmm. they just don't know how to go about it in the mental aspects of things. So I'm trying to help uh, younger high school kids out in that aspect, mm-hmm. um, learning how to monetize myself the, in the best way I possibly can through clinics, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got to um, obviously just always become a better clinician mm-hmm. and everything like that because, yeah. I mean, as of right now, wrestling's my job, clinics are my job. Uh, mental coaching is my job, and, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I have a job at yeah. all. <laughs> you know, I make, I make good money doing it, and I don't even have a job. So yeah. um, in my head, I, I want to just try to monetize what I'm passionate about for as long as I possibly can. I, I do not want to go work a nine-to-five, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, until, until that time comes, like until my body's done or, mm-hmm. you know, my – You're just wore out, like wore out. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it happens quick, you know. Yeah. I mean, Coaching hopefully – that's where I don't understand how DC does it with you guys, man. <laughs> that dude has enough. I don't money know that either. I need to be a high school coach, and he just he still does it. So he's a freaking saint. <laughs> and he's at, I don't even know how he be making like middle of his fights. He be showing up to practice every day somehow. I don't even know. Like that's that. I think that's tough. I'm telling you, bro. He's got superpowers. <laughs> he's got full on superpowers. So, and he's a father and has a family. Yeah, bro, it's it's crazy. He has to manage so many different things. And then on top of um, high school fighting family, he does coach our little kids full time. So you're going, he's going our practice straight to little and kids practice. And he comments a little bit too. It's like, jeez. It's crazy. So, That's what I'm trying to be like. <laughs> uh, hopefully your podcast kicks off and you won't have to do anything. That. You can just yeah, kind of kick yeah, it at home. Just Joe Rogan it up. You know? Yep, exactly, bro. That's the way. Yep. Yo, let's kind of, we can hop into some stuff about podcasts. I mean, kind of, since we're both kind of on this wave, you know, something I think I want to start doing, of course, I mean, podcasting, as I was looking it up, it's definitely a way to do it cheap, um, which definitely works, you know, as far as like quality. But I mean, I don't know about you, but I'd be taking a lot of tips from Joe Rogan, dog. Yo, I'd be yep. watching a lot of videos from him. And I think definitely one thing I want to start doing is opening it up to like face cam. Cause I mean, I'm in high school. Like, it's hard to get – I can't, like, be paying for people to fly in, you know. Exactly. So, like, exactly. I want to do, like, over FaceTime, over Skype. But with that requires, um, you know, like, a, a really good PC to be able to run yep. this stuff, you know. Like, you can't just have some, like, random PC running it. And then with that comes um, to a uh, webcam for yourself. And then you need a solid mic for yourself, you know. Like, I think it kind of adds up. Like, so it's definitely, e- like, able to do it cheap. But I think it's crazy. Like, in the sense that Joe Rogan's looks easy, but then as you start doing it, like, I'm sure you started, like, it, it is kind of hard as far as getting that crazy quality that he has. Yeah, yeah, it's, so, I mean, he says it perfectly in one of his interviews. He goes, like, it literally looks easy because I just sit down and have these conversations, mm-hmm. but for me to just keep digging and trying to get these people to talk about these next topics and continue mm-hmm. the flow of conversations and stuff, um, it's harder when you're on camera and when you're doing things, like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're not just sitting in the hot tub with your homies. Yeah, exactly. You're sitting down with somebody that you've maybe never had a conversation <laughs> with. And uh, obviously, like, the anxiety and nerves mm-hmm. come, you know what I mean, get a little bit higher when you know that it's going out to the world. Exactly. And, um, and I mean, obviously, he's, like, you know, he's the GOAT of podcasts <laughs> right now. But yeah. He, he just, uh, he does a great job at continuing to dig and, um, but he's also like in a position where he can talk about like doing drugs and doing yeah, all exactly. Stuff. So 
he's got a little bit different lane than most people. Exactly. He's he's able to he's pretty much free as far as able to talk about anything, do anything on his show, you know. Which he's, I think is yeah, definitely something I would like to do and I'm for sure you would like to do is have that freedom. Yep. I mean freedom's key in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's uh, I'm not chasing money, but I'm chasing freedom and normally some money has to come with that. You know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dude, like, have you seen his, um, like, just his interview with Elon Musk? Like, he got, have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Like, he got a lot of backlash from that. But in reality, it's like, he's able to kind of, like, do whatever he wants. There's no company telling him, bro, you can't do that or this, this, or that, you know? Bro, he's got that FU money. Like, yeah. he, he's got the FU to everybody. And it's like, <laughs> and, and that's where I think uh, some of these people are super bold to get on because his is live like this, you know? Mm hmm. And, uh, just a three-hour deep conversation live for like the CEO of Twitter or Elon Musk or whatever. Man, it's uh, crazy. It's got to be a little scary for him because exactly. they they have a lot of this. Like they have to be like you know Elon Musk takes a couple uh, plus of a joint and their stock plummets. Exactly. The next day. Supposedly it went back up the next day, but still like there's yeah. uh, there's a lot of impact on that. That's that's true. It's totally true. Um, one thing I think for your um podcast i don't know if you picked it up bro is definitely have you looked into like any mixers yet like audio mixers I mean, no dude i'm so freaking stupid with technology that's the uh, hardest really part. like yeah bro Damn, for, me, for me it's just like you know i but i got a lot of people in my life that would be willing to help yeah me, so so like, that helps you for sure yeah what's uh what, what have you seen um what mixer has done the best for you so i don't exactly know like the complete model i could probably like send it to you after this but as far yeah. as like me like i've always been good with technology like i've been i built my own computer when i was 11 like i've i'm kind of one of those nerds you know yep so like, as far as all this stuff comes like it's pretty easy for me but i think a mixer is huge as far as you like i think mine was like 150 bucks and like so like you know how me and you are talking on the phone right now um, what this does is when I first started, I would put the phone by the mic and although it would work and I'll get audio, like you kind of get that fuzziness, you know? Yep. But with the mixer, you plug it, um, your phone into the mixer and then I have my mic into the mixer and then it's only taking like the crisp, uh, part of your voice. So there's no fuzz in the background. So it almost sounds yeah. like you're here, you know? Yeah, that's, that's so, good. So like, honestly, I think those are huge. And then a solid mic. That's, I think that's all you need, dog. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Like, um, like, I don't think I, I started using this one little app too. Uh, it's called Zoom. And Zoom. I'm yeah, heard of that. so you uh, you FaceTime with the people, mm -hmm. and it's sick because instantly when you get done with it mm -hmm. and you end it, and if you like were to go post it, uh -huh. when I talk, it goes on my camera. When they talk, it goes on their camera. Oh, that's so, is that on like a desktop or is that like oh, on I computer? A, I have yeah, I have a MacBook. Okay, so. that that yeah. sounds sick. I've never heard of that. Yeah, so you have to look into that. Um, Definitely. Obviously, like, the webcams are just, you know, your FaceTime webcam. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I, um, I have a pretty solid Logitech webcam, so. There you go, dude. Yeah, so use Zoom. If you, Zoom. Yeah. I'm going to look into that, for dog. Free. It's free, too. It's real mad easy. That's sick. And I have a MacBook, so that, that, that'll that work. Perfect. Um, Dude, like, earlier you were talking about how, as far as, like, getting people in and, like, talking to them, you're kind of nervous. And luckily for me, um, the first couple people I have done are people that I've known. Um, a couple people like that are wrestlers. You know how you know a wrestler because you guys are both really good wrestlers, so you know each other, but you guys never really talk to each other. 
Yep, 100%. Yeah, so like that, <laughs> I've been in that position a couple of times with this podcast. But like, luckily for me, I think, um, I think I'm decent at talking and a lot of people I get are kind of, I would say, bright people and like answer questions really good and aren't like, like yes or no kind of people, you know? Yes, absolutely. So that's, I think that's, that's huge. That's the biggest one. Is like, yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean when I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Is like, I'm nervous about what are they are exactly. they gonna bring anything of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of like, value to this. Because I could have um, like say 15 questions lined up, and one person that could I can only get through six if they're going into depth with like Win. I think I only covered like four or five questions, but they were really good answers. And there's other yep. people I'll throw up. Um, 10 because normally 10 questions on some of these podcasts is enough for like a 10 minute video and then all of a sudden I'm done with these 10 within like three minutes yeah you know? and, and um yeah and that's what I, I try to tell kids that even like uh during during interviews mm-hmm. you know what I mean I I it's kind of like a funny like like thing that I do but I go like interview yourself like in the bathroom in your car mm-hmm. whatever just like practice interviewing yourself uh just taking yourself further into this you know topic or conversation that you thought that you could go into mm-hmm. and and then so there when you do get interviewed for sports or whatever you're not just like yep i i work hard and i like wrestling yeah i'm very excited i'm very excited i like wrestling and you're like dude this is so boring like, yeah exactly on, give, give me something to work with here <laughs> <laughs> well like for example like bro like this is our first conversation ever i'm i mean Based off your social media, I was kind of hoping that you weren't, like, one of those people that was like that. So it's kind of cool that you're able to, like, you kind of remind me of a California boy, I'd say. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> kind of swinging in, just, like, able to have conversation. And that's kind of how a podcast, I think, really kicks off. And it kind of, I don't know how to say it, like, like, gets more viewers and more people like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a reason why we are both trying to jump into this. Because naturally we are, you know what I mean? Yeah. good at having conversations we're good at digging we're uh we seem i don't know you seem to be a very decent guy and like <laughs> yeah fun to talk to right and um a lot of people just don't man a lot of people conversations are hard mm-hmm. um talking talking and in, in depth about things it just it just doesn't do it for them and yeah i mean i i would assume we've spent the last whatever years of our lives just having incredible conversations with people and then we're like whoa there's a lane for this now exactly. why don't i do this? so i think a lot of people too, like I don't know about you, is like you know, like those people that get comp, um, not confident, that aren't confident when like talking in front of groups or stuff like that. I think um, based off the twenty three minutes I've known you, dog, um, I would say like you're not one of those people. I'm not one of those people. Like I think I'm able to talk in front of crowds and not yep. get nervous, and I think that kind of comes with self confidence. And I think that's why we're both able to kind of jump into this wave and put, like just try and start some stuff. Yeah, man, it's, uh, I think it's what wrestling has done for us is it's taught mm-hmm. us bravery in every aspect of our life. And you know what I mean? Like, even though we're nervous, we're still going to jump and face exactly. it head on do it. And that's how I've been with wrestling. That's how I've been with, you know what I mean? Public speaking. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like recent, I mean, obviously the last three years as I've done well in this, I, I mean, I had to give a speech at our like student athlete graduation and stuff like that. And I was like, Jeez. damn. Like that was that was that one was pretty big. Yeah, and you're exactly. just talking to all athletes, like all of your like, you know, just homies. And mm-hmm. I was like, gee, this one's a little bit weird for me. But other than that, man, it's been so much fun. Just uh, really going around the state, public speaking a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's where um, I I sat down with a, one of my teachers who was like a professional public speaker for a while, mm-hmm. and I 
because he pulled me aside and asked me like if I've ever thought about public speaking and I was like yes like I would love to do that and then so I kind of talked about that but then now podcasts have gotten so big where it's like well let's go with this before we go and try to you know what I mean yeah go talk yeah. in front of big crowds where you don't even get to have a, any di- dialogue or dialect with anybody it's just you speaking to them so mm-hmm. uh, I, I like conversations obviously more than just me going up there and spitting some <laughs> yeah. motivational <laughs> um dude how, you were talking earlier about um trying to get high school kids more confident and mentally strong have you watched um any of like impact theory have you seen those on youtube no bro you gotta check those out like, impact I guess, theory yeah they're unbelievable like really like honestly i think they're life-changing one of the guys oh. on um one of the fighters at aka that's like kind of helps out at her team his name's kyle driscoll yeah um he kind of got me on that on like mentally being strong and like he shot me some of these videos and like it's insane dude they have like these full-on scientists come on and like completely explain like as as crazy as it sounds it's like meditation yeah but it's mm-hmm. not like the it's like i don't know it's like when i explain it to people people think it's like insane but like if you actually take time and like meditate for like 10 minutes and focus on like fixing yourself and being mentally strong like it's insane the improvements like just for me i'd say yeah yeah man i i love it uh if if people don't know who sam harris is um sam harris is he's uh some neuroscience guy right and Mm -hmm. he he wrote a book it's called waking up he's got an app and it's a meditation app and he's he's a very just brilliant guy and he Mm -hmm. does a form of meditation and then there's like wim hof i don't Dude, know if you've ever yeah heard of him. wim hof's is crazy bro like that's that's full-on meditation it's you know exactly what I mean? it's, just, it's obviously just like a breathing meditation it's kind of weird with the cold water and stuff mm-hmm. and then um obviously i so like the, the guy that's really helped me the most with my mental strength recently and everything is jordan peterson he's, okay you know i mean he, he has he wrote a book it's called 12 rules for life but pretty much he he just does an incredible job at talking about facing like facing the darkness facing your demons head on and learning how to beat them because a lot of times we just try to hide from them and then uh-huh. they they engulf you and they tackle you yeah so, um you know i encourage everybody to go listen to uh, sam harris jordan peterson um you know people like that really it's just, yeah that, that's i'm gonna have to check those guys out for sure um, yeah they have like full-on uh debates too because they yeah see they, i like when they do stuff like that you know that's, that's cool yeah. They have completely different beliefs, but mm-hmm. both just very intelligent and respect each other. So it's really dope. It's like different styles to get to the same thing. You know, it's crazy. Yep. Like one thing I picked up from, um, so Impact Theory has a bunch of different episodes with like a, a bunch of different scientists and just people. And one of the things I picked up was like, you know, when you're like nervous or you're scared or shit like that, if you just tell yourself like out loud, if you're like, I'm scared right now, but I love that or yep. like, like, have you seen that? No, but that's, that's like, what I tell everybody it's, to do, man. It's crazy. Like, I started doing that um, about midway through the season, and one of our tournaments here in Gilroy, like, I was having, like, a tough tournament. Like, I was just having one of those bad days, and two of my matches, I came back from, like, 5 6 Like, I was losing pretty bad, and which was unbelievable for me through this year, you know? And, yep. like, telling myself, like, I love this. Like, I live for this. Like, as cliche as it sounds, and... I was doing that for about three weeks prior up to this and like I just think mentally like I wasn't letting myself lose and that's when I really like clicked that mentally strong meditation and like telling yourself this like it really is true and it really can't help you and like that's when I completely bought in yeah 
Um, I always tell people this. Our body doesn't know the difference between nerves and being scared, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when we're kids, people go, oh, are you scared? Or you go, no, I'm just nervous. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, your body doesn't know the difference. So, like, you need to be honest with yourself. Like, yo, you're scared. Yeah. Figure out why you're scared and then beat it and then just be like, I love this feeling. I love that. Get used to it, you know? Yeah, I love that I do a sport that makes me feel like I want to throw up at times, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, So, it's like, and I just... That's what exactly you said. Like I try to find enjoyment in that because if you try to just say, I'm not nervous, I'm not nervous, I'm okay, I'm tough, I'm mm-hmm. this, it doesn't go away. Exactly. If anything, it just gets you much You have to bigger. like embrace it almost. Absolutely. Yep. Dude, like there's this thing kind of like what you said about um, the body and it kind of goes over like the body doesn't know the difference between like reality and not reality to where yep. um, if you close your eyes and you think about a memory from when you were six, seven years old and it's a good memory – and you know you get that feeling of happiness again, like your body thinks you're there. Your body, like you're tricking your body to tell yourself you're there. And in reality, it's like that's how it is in real life. Like your body doesn't know where it's at. It's your mind telling yourself, you know. Yeah. So I, I think it, it's crazy. It's unbelievable stuff. It really is, and it's it's just crazy how much we don't even tap into our mind at all, man. We yeah, just, it's we're just almost just like these. I we're just like these lifeless passengers <laughs> to our bodies, and you know what I mean. It's yeah. almost like we just do what we do but once you start tapping in and realizing what the hell is going on like you you really do like transcend yourself and exactly. you know that well i don't know that's what like religion has tried to teach a lot of people for a long time or mm-hmm. spirit or whatever you may believe in like that's the actual main goal is to transcend ourselves not boast in our yeah good it's like crazy to think about in like this way. Like I think about it like this sometimes and I think it's unbelievable. Like, you know how we only supposedly use like what, 10% of our brain or something like that? Yeah. Like something insane, something insane like that. But then um, there was a study uh, like just recently came upon because of impact theory. And it said that our eyes generate 10% of reality for us. So what reality is like is based off what we see, you know, but then yep. we only see like one, I want to say it's one, um, Ten thousandth of the light scale so like imagine that like that's so insane that's so little and then that little bit is 10 percent of what we see so there's so much more beyond like everything you know yeah yeah it it gets into some trippy trippy stuff like really it really does my my friend and i we have this uh kind of like this weird theory brewing and i'll try to make it quick but it's it's that exact same idea like like if we could see the lights of what our phones are shooting off, we would literally see these bright lights shooting into mm-hmm. space and shooting back down. And like there'd be all these, exactly. you know, infrared lights and all this stuff going on. And it's like, and light is a very unique thing because it's it's a wave, but it's also a particle. Mm-hmm. So it's the only thing that's wave moving, but also still as a particle. And that's how, um, in me, like in my life, that's how I explain God. Uh-huh. God, every light form, he's every sound, he's every vibration. And the most amazing thing is, is he can be present with you, but then he could be like waving throughout the rest of the world. <laughs> That's crazy. And, yeah. Yeah, man. It, um, it really helped. It really helped my faith. And, um, I'm not like a, I'm not like a super insane, you know, faithful, <laughs> uh, spiritual guy, but like that really opened it up to, into something where I think people just try to minimize God, but man, look at how much there is that we don't even know what the heck it's, is going on. We don't see. There's so 10, much. 10 like it's crazy like have there was this thing that i saw and um it was actually done by harvard and they had people open and close their hand they had two groups so one group open and close their hand um i think i want to say like 10 to 15 times right over a certain period of time over a couple of weeks and the other group closed their eyes 
and um, visualized themselves opening and closing that, closing their hands as they had a fist. And like the study found that there was a two percent difference that the people that visualized opening up their hands, their hands got stronger. Two percent, two percent less than the people that actually did. Like I think that's just one of the things that's completely insane. Is that like our body? Um, we're able to like use so much more of our body. Like I think we could use more of our brain. We don't know how, of course. But if we're able to visualize us working out and get a little bit stronger, like that's insane. Yep. And it's not like yeah. this is shady stuff. Like this is Harvard like studies, you know. Of course, that's what um, you know. Kind of back to like where I said, like the lifeless passengers. Mm-hmm. I think so many people do that when they're drilling wrestling. They're just mm-hmm. lifeless. They're just doing it. It's just because we've done it so many times. They're just doing it. But I'm like, yo, if you literally think about like the little angle you're coming at, the way your head went, where you should be shooting with your arms. Once you get to the legs, where are we going? Like if yeah. you just do that a little bit more, you it you grow exponentially better, man. And that's what I started doing, you know, in the last couple of years. And I'm, you know what I mean? 10 times better of a wrestler than I was in high school. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely with that. I think, um, that's something Duran Wynn and DC helped me start doing because I mean, last year I was okay. Like I was like 18th in the country, um, fourth estate, but then they came in and I like, kind of did what you were saying. And I think something they gave wrestling more of like a meaning behind it, like knowing it's like wrestling knowledge, you know? Yep. Like what, what? Like you know why you're hitting that shot and stuff like that. And I think I was able to like see more shots. And like I think I don't know how, but it like just made me such a better wrestler. Going up to like um, top six in the country and state finalist against number two kid in the country. You know. Yeah. I think wrestling knowledge because of that, like wrestling with a meaning, is definitely something that when people ask me like how do you get so much better, is wrestling knowledge. Like it's hard to explain. But it's definitely something I would say to work on. And it's sick that you're trying to teach this to high school kids because I think in college, like, it'll just make you way better. Oh, man. It'll be insane because you'd be surprised how many people just get to college and they're just really good wrestlers. So now they just are just this, they're just the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they get a little bit better for the next four years, of course, but they're just kind of mindless and they just do it. And because they're just they're, with it, you know? They're just doing it. And it's like, man. You only have four. You have a very small window. You better freaking mm-hmm. grind and figure out what the hell's going on because that window's going to shut and it's never opening again. So yeah. take care of your time, you know, and be uh, be like very thoughtful in your actions. Yeah, I with that like it's kind of cool. You brought up the whole like window thing. Like, it's crazy how like you only have certain opportunities for certain things. And like for example, like this, like starting off um, satellite talk. Like, this could have, for all I know, this couldn't have happened, like, a couple years later or stuff like that, you know? Yep. Like, it's just kind of not procrastinating. Like, I kind of got the idea, and I was like, bro, I'm doing it, you know? Like, this yeah. could be the only time I could do this. Why not do it? Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, bro. I literally jumped on it, like, last Wednesday. I just woke up and was like, I'm doing it. I don't yep. even have a microphone. I don't even know what a mixer is, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm calling my homies. I'm calling cool people. I'm having conversations. I'm I'm going to get going because same thing, bro. Like you just yeah. got to start. You just exactly. got to get going. Well, like going up to my first one, I started off with, um, like I would record, um, one or two and then release them throughout the week, you know? And I started yep. off with, um, do you know who Richard Figueroa is? Mm, I'm not sure. He's a, so he's a high school kid. He's ranked number one in the country at one Oh six and one thirteens. He's committed. Oh, damn. Yeah. He's committed to Arizona state. He, um, so he was my first guest cause that's one of my close boys. 
and yeah. like that whole day i was procrastinating i was like damn like should i do it like what if it doesn't get views like what if like i don't mess like i mess it up this this or that and then yep. like i finally sat down like an hour before i had told him and i was like i'm doing it like i'm all in like no need like what's the worst that could happen you know yeah that's kind of how i've gotten i've just kind of i like i said man just this i just like don't give a f anymore <laughs> yeah like, you gotta get that joe rogan dog yeah that's so why i'm trying to get that f you money that f you mindset <laughs> like it's it's just how it's got to be yeah definitely especially for something like this because this is really like really just hobbies like it's just yep. us having fun and stuff like that you know yeah exactly i'm never gonna hang up and be like, and i regret talking to him for 40 minutes exactly yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's just not gonna happen you know it's, mm -hmm. we uh I, I don't know i think conversation is everything so yeah it's, I'm, I'm with that i think it's crazy so, that like um podcasts like they're so insane like just getting it from like joe rogan's um kind of things like bro he has podcasts that are like an hour and he has podcasts that are like four hours and like the cool thing about him is they're not set they're just like bro let's talk whenever we're done talking like we're done talking let's just like have a good time and just talk about different stuff you know and i yeah. think that's what's really cool is you get to have conversations with these insane people and just get their perspectives and just have fun no stress you know and just learn it's it's pretty incredible man like you know what i mean it, yeah it really is the, the people that we're gonna talk to throughout this whole deal and you know what i mean the things that i've already learned just from this conversation and everything else it's it's worth it well, every aspect well like from my end i think it's sick to like i wasn't sure like who was really on the whole um mentally strong stuff and it's crazy that learning just just from this like you like that these high-end college athletes are teaching kids this stuff you know and they've bought in. Yep. So if like obviously if you get these um high end like athletes that are buying in, like and it's gonna trickle down and then we're having these crazy athletes, you know? Like these high school kids that are just tearing it up because they've learned from college kids. Cause like really, I think a lot of stuff from um Olympic level trickles down to college, which trickles down to high school, you know? Hundred percent, yeah. So if we got guys like you who are bought into this stuff and then it trickles down to them, like you just goes down like Next thing you know, we have these high school kids that are bought in, and it's just unbelievable how like like next yeah. level wrestling is. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I that's why I, I try to like, add a little bit of a different flair to it because I think just it, almost growing up in in my time, it was always just like get tougher. Yeah, get tougher. yeah, you were in that era. Get tough, and I'm like, yo, what the hell does that even mean? Like, I am tough. I'm, I'm tougher than all these dudes, but like, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? I gotta yeah. fight different demons than just that. Like, so um, that's kind of where I've I mean, that's kind of why I even started doing stupid stuff with my hair and, like, with the leg sleeves and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like we're trying to add a different flair to all, every aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, switch and it up. Just make – yeah, just just make it different. I feel you on that. Sheesh. I think that's about it, dog. Yeah, bro. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Go ahead and just tell every, anybody, like, if you want to talk about your Instagram, shout it out, Twitter, anything or just anything you want to say. Go ahead and say it right now, big dog. Uh, yeah, so all my uh, social media, it's uh, bmeredith001. Um, my podcast will be coming out shortly, so obviously that will be posted up on all the so social media. So just stay tuned with all that kind of stuff. And if uh, any of you guys are going out to NCAAs, I will be out there. So come say what's up. Dab me up. Get a pig. Yeah. Live life goal. Let's go. All right, Bryce. Thanks for coming on, Doug. Hope you get to eventually come on later because I think – as of right now, in the comments, everyone's loving you. And I think it would be great to have you back and just have these conversations. So hopefully you can become a regular on this. And thanks for coming on.
Hell yeah, bro. Thank you. I'll see you, dog. Later.